Today in Watching Your Wealth, the gender pay gap is real and it affects women on all rungs of the corporate ladder. We'll give you some tips on how to overcome it. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. I'm Veronica Dagger. Joanne Lublin is management news editor at the Wall Street Journal. She's also author of Earning It, Hard-Won Lessons from Trailblazing Women at the Top of the Business World. Welcome, Joanne. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Love your book. It's such a service and such an interesting read. Joanne, I think it's important for us to talk about this issue because a woman's pay has a direct impact on her wealth, and that's what we're all about here on Watching Her Wealth. There's been a lot of talk about the gender pay gap, and a lot of factors contribute to this, but what are some of the common threads? Well, I think the most common thread is twofold. On the one hand, I think employers, as well-meaning as they are, tend to hire and perhaps promote based on what somebody is now making rather than looking at what is the value of that position. And so it's hard to close the gap as much as you might want to. The other issue is women are sometimes their own worst enemies. Yeah. So, you know, I hear these stories about women not speaking up, not asking for more. So how do we get over that kind of being our own worst enemies and perhaps not negotiating as much as we should? Well, for one thing, we need to know what we don't know. Hmm. In my own case, when I got promoted into management at the Wall Street Journal, I was offered what I thought was a pretty decent raise to go from being a reporter to being the news editor of our London Bureau. It never would have occurred to me to say, can I get back to you on that? Take a day or two, do a little homework, be a reporter, check out whether this was the going rate or not. Find out what other perquisites people who went into expatriate assignments were getting. And yet men do that all the time. Mm. So you could do your research. I think, though, some women, and I'll put myself in this category, especially you work for a place of a Wall Street Journal, you feel you're just so happy to be here. You feel like, oh, I'm lucky. You know, I get to be here. What do you say to that, though? How do you balance that with the need to negotiate and and, and get more? Well, of course, and that was my attitude. But when I brought this up with a colleague only a few months ago, he happens to counsel some of our colleagues before they take expatriate assignments right now, this year. And he says this still happens. Hmm. He'll talk to a woman who's accepted an expatriate assignment and say, what did they offer you in the way of a pay raise? And she'll tell him. And he'll say, did you take that without question? And she says, yes, I'm so happy to be here. This is such a wonderful newspaper. And the men, to a man, all say, no, I asked for, you know, whatever, a day to think about it. And then I went out and reported the, the issue. And I was respectful, but I was informed. And so they were confident enough in their own abilities and the fact that the journal wanted them to take this assignment that they could essentially negotiate. So you don't have to take the first offer as much as you might love the place where you're working or you're trying to work. The other side of that coin, of course, Veronica, is you need to have a fallback position. If you're doing your homework and despite your best negotiations, you're not getting a fair pay package, whether it's for your first job or a promotion, you need to have something, you know, in your back pocket, the knowledge that they need you more than they you need them, 
or you have to be willing to jump ship. Several of the women I interviewed for this book express sort of frustration with women's unwillingness to to jump ship. Oh, that's interesting. I want to get to that in a little bit uh, later. But what about women who will listen to this and say, yeah, I I know, you know, I'm valuable and I'm trying to be confident, but I just don't want to appear as pushy because I know sometimes I've heard people, you know, the way they perceive women in the workforce, it it can make them sound like they're too aggressive or something. Yes, and I think that is a very real fear. I I don't think it's imagined. And so what was interesting is some women talked about the notion that you therefore ought to negotiate what it's called with the velvet glove, which is that you've got a fist in time inside that glove that is well armed in terms of you know what you're worth and what you ought to be paid. But you're going to ask smart questions and you're going to try and walk in the other person's shoes. I know that you don't want to pay beyond the market rate for this particular position because obviously the company has financial constraints. But are you aware that the market rate for this position is actually X thousand dollars more a year than you're talking about? Mm, that's a great point. What are some other tips you got from the, some of the successful women you interviewed? Well, as it relates to pay and promotions in particular, I think the overarching theme as relates to what we've just been talking about is if you don't ask, you don't get. Mm -hmm. As we saw what happened in, in my own situation. I was so grateful for that. And it happened to me earlier in my career as well at the Wall Street Journal with a perquisite. I asked to be moved from San Francisco to either Chicago or Detroit in order to follow my husband for him to go back to graduate school. I asked whether my moving expenses would be covered. I figured they would. I was told that the official Wall Street Journal policy was if you requested a transfer, as opposed to the company initiating it, you had to pay your own way. It never occurred to me to say, well, are exceptions ever made or to ask Anybody else? And it turned out a male colleague of mine's mother was dying of cancer. He asked for a transfer, and they paid his relocation. Oh, man, you got to ask for it. So ask for it, negotiate, know your value, get a knowledge of the market, know about the additional perks. Any sort of last quick tips? Yeah, the other thing is when you're trying to understand the value of this position, find out other people both inside the company and out who might be in different departments than you but are doing similar tasks And what do they make? Mm, Good advice. Great tips. Thank you so much, Joanne. Would you stick around and take our fun career quiz? I would love to. (laughs) Great. You stick around, too. Hi, my name is Jason Gay. I'm a sports columnist at the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, there's a sports columnist at the Wall Street Journal, buddy. I also have a podcast, The Free For All, where we talk a little sports and we talk about everything else as well. People from around the journal and the bigger universe talking about culture, life, politics, everything that's out there today. It's a free-ranging, fun conversation. I urge you to listen to it. And if you don't, I'm going to knock on your door tomorrow. Free For All. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Now it's time for WSJ's Joanne Lublin to take our fun career quiz. Are you ready, Joanne? I am ready, Veronica. All right. What's the best career advice you ever received? Expand your network. Oh, that is going to... Worst career advice? Become a teacher. (laughs) Fill in the blank, a career can buy... Professional happiness. Oh, I like that. Fill in the blank, a career can't buy... Marital bliss. (laughs) All right, well, that's a whole other show, I think. Um, if you won a million dollars after tax, what would you change about your career? Nothing. I was going to say, you've had a great career and you've got this great new book. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks again to Joanne Lublin, author of Earning It. 
Great to have you. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously.